Hi, Shannon. Um, I'm a cosplayer and I love creating, um, you know, costumes and stuff. And I'm just been, lately I've just been really insecure about my body and how it's just like I've, I've recently I've just been molded, almost molded to death by a pit bull and I, I'm just not used to scarring and the holes in my body, my legs, my breast, my bottom, my stomach. I'm just not used to looking at that every day in the morning. And I just feel absolutely hideous, unattractive, just I, I'm full of anger. anger. Um, and you know, I don't know how, it's just like I am just feel really insecure to even start doing cosplay, getting back to cosplay again. And well, damn, first and foremost, I am so grateful that you are okay and that you are alive and well. That's a really traumatic thing to go through. In Canada, pit bulls are banned. We're not allowed to have them on, as pets, just like you can't have tigers as pets. And so I always think it's very fascinating that in America, you guys are and um you know it's just it's just not the way over there but of course anyways there's a lot to go into with that separate debate of things but in terms of going into any phase wherein that you've gone through a lot of changes in your body whether you just had a baby or you had a horrific attack recently or maybe you've come out of a depression where you gained a lot of weight we're just going to go through this ebb and flow with ourselves constantly we're not designed to look the same way all the time and even if we did look the same way all the time we would find imperfections within that to t knock us off of our game I think again reminding yourself that the human flaw as well as the human uh, our, our greatest attribute is that we're never satisfied and we always strive for better you know there are squirrels have been squirrels since the beginning of squirreling they have stayed in the same environment they have eaten the same foods they have more or less lived a pretty uh, consistent lifestyle throughout the generations whereas in humans we evolve every single generation things are always changing they're always moving and that results in us never being able to be fully happy and you have to recognize that part of yourself and know when you should validate it by trying harder and doing better and when you should brush it off like this is part of the human flaw that I'm not going to allow to destroy my life we are mammals who are not built to be happy but built to survive so happiness is really something you have to take aggressive ownership over. You really have to fight for happiness against yourself. It's not a given. It's not the default whatsoever. Um, if you guys know my work, I'm a big fan of meet yourself where you are. And I'm also a big fan of being self-centered, which is being totally aware of self, what it is you want to work on, what it is that you love, and what it is you simply can't work on because it just is what it is right now. There's nothing more you can do about it, and there's a way you can spin that into a positive. So I would address those things with yourself too, making a strong list of things that you love, things you hate, and things that you have to learn to accept. You know, it sounds like your scars and your battle wounds are things you're going to have to learn to accept. Now, once you do that, now you can say, okay, how do I make myself comfortable within this? How do I trick my brain into knowing that it isn't that bad or that I am still beautiful? Or how do I, like, there's this little stuff I think you have to just learn to do, like, I was saying to my friend the other day, if I go and get ready in the morning and I feel very beautiful, as soon as I leave the house, I avoid all reflections all day long because I know for a fact I'm only going to look at myself and kill my confidence as opposed to feeling better. And that's just the way that I do to protect my own ego, protect my own mood. So you may have to implement some of those strategies into your own daily life where maybe you put on your dressing or 
you find clothes that are flattering that make you feel secure and then when you go out in the world don't check or think about it don't feel like people are looking at it because once you do that you draw attention you are so much more in control than you think of how the world responds to you and there was a great study that was done where this girl said i'm treated better when i have makeup on and so essentially what they did is they, they one day a makeup artist did her up, showed her, her her reflection, and then sent her out in the world. People were kinder to her, nicer to her. She was like, I'm more accepted when I have makeup on. The next day, she did not have makeup on. The makeup artist showed her a reflection. She went out in the world, and people again treated her differently. And the third day, the makeup artist pretended to put makeup on her, just ended up putting brushes on her, didn't show her her reflection, said go out in the world. And once again, people were kind to her, warm to her, and friendly to her. Now, what is the moral of the story here? That it's the way that she responded to the world that dictated how people responded to her. When she perceived herself as looking beautiful, as looking attractive, she acted out in that way and people responded back to it. And it wasn't really about how she looked. It's really what she projected onto the world. And I think that's an important note for you. I'm going to recommend that you read the book, The Art of Seduction. I thought it was an incredibly eye-opening book and a powerful book for every individual to take claim of what makes them seductive. We often think of the obvious of how I look, and yes, that is an obvious one and it is an effective one, but there are so many other ways that you can just be desirable that you can be magnetic and they don't have anything to do with what you look like um you could become a very charming person very charismatic you could take on the role of a dandy you could take on the role of a coquette you could take on the role of a, a star you could take on the role of an ideal lover there's a lot of options out there for you to feel good about yourself and know that the world in turn feels good about you without you having to get plastic surgery or without you having to wait for those wounds to heal that's my advice to you I don't even know if that song fully applies, but I love it so much. It's Nirvana, Lithium. We were watching Defiant ones yesterday, and Dr. Dre was saying that Nirvana is the greatest rock album for him. And I turned to Jared, and I was like, yo, like, I love this album. I, I actually haven't played it in a while. But I love that song because it's like, you know, it's acknowledging where you're at, but being like, that's okay, and here finding a compromise for it. You know, I'm so ugly, that's okay, my fashion is fly. You know, I'm so ugly, that's not a problem because my personality is magnetic. You don't have to change the reality of how you feel in order to change the reality of how those feel or people respond to you. That could have been a bomb ass quote, but I fucked it up. You don't have to change the reality of how you feel in order to change the way that people react to you, which is what I want to say. If you feel dumpy, you don't have to turn into Scarlett Johansson in order for the world to perceive you as not dumpy. You may have to just be like, okay, cool, right now, physically, this is not going to be my strength. Let me find something else that I can win at. It's almost like, you know, when you have different stations or in life, Jimmy Iovine said in The Defiant Ones that he kept coming in second. He was a musician first. And he's like, I kept coming in second. Um, no, no, that wasn't him. It was Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre was a dancer first and they kept coming in second at competitions and instead of being like I'm gonna just double down and practice harder he's like I gotta find something where I come in first that's the same way I think I kind of view that if you are somebody who is not blessed with the gene pool of physical traits that society has accepted as beautiful over time and that is a very important note to make it's not about what actually is beautiful we have been conditioned to view beauty in a very particular way that has been socialized um, that has been passed down through the media for generations that has allowed some people who fit into that to win the lottery 
not because they're more beautiful, but because they just happen to fall in line with a system that has been designed for them to just walk to the front of the line. Nothing to do with actual looks. Looks is about symmetry. Looks is about health. Looks is about proportions and about appearing healthy. And you, most of us probably fit within those boxes. Um, so I would say that if you're just not somebody who does fit within the realm of beauty, I'm not one of those people who's going to say like, you know, Christina Aguilera, you are beautiful no matter what they say. Maybe you are ugly. Girl, I haven't seen you. It's anchor. So I don't, I don't know what you look like. Maybe you're ugly. Maybe you're hideous. That's not a problem though. That's not going to change the fact that somebody else is going to look at you and be like, I want to be around them. I desire their attention, desire their time. Because of the fact that you didn't obsess on your weaknesses, you found your strength in the area that you do come in first and you threw yourself into that arena. And you let go of the fact that you have to fight against nature or fight against society's uh, idea of who should be successful in this one particular area. That's just my opinion. Mind you, I'm... Again, I am probably somebody who does, who has won the gene pool in, in some regard because I'm, I am tall and uh, I am symmetrical and I'm, I am healthy. I am also older. So there's agents that are fighting against me and my right to be attractive that are just going to continue to happen over time. We're all aging. And so, you know, age is not the mark of traditional beauty either. So none of us are going to fit in this club for long. This club has a, an expiration date. And so I actually was saying to, to Jerry that there's this dude from my past who hits me up once in a while he's cool and like he's just insanely fine like stupidly fine but i'm like yo i think it's a fault how good looking this dude is because he didn't develop any other parts of his personality like he is just tall and stupidly handsome and a doofus an airhead just an egomaniac and i almost feel bad for him in a way so it's the grass is not always greener um it's those faults that we have can end up being an asset in other ways because it can allow us to strengthen other parts of our game and also signal to us that like, hey, I probably shouldn't just rely on looking good because one, we're not going to really exist in that space forever. Nobody other than nobody does. Nobody does, you know, so personality lasts forever. And look at it as a fortunate thing. It's a time to now develop that part of your game, which is a massive part of your long game. Homework time for everybody. Let's just talk about how ugly we are. Why not? Everybody has something about themselves that they cannot stand. And of course, not um, not to minimize what you have gone through with the attack that you had on your body and the scars and the healing that is happening within you. But whether or not it's a scar or it is a dimple or a hole, you would have found something about yourself that you don't like. So why don't we just have a little love fest right now on the things that we hate about ourselves? We can all bond knowing that nobody is completely happy. My biggest two gripes right now, um, one, that I guess my insecurities would be, it's aging related stuff. So under my eyes, I have like these lines and like, there's two sets of lines now. There's like one deep crease and then there's a little bag that's like starting to fill up with groceries as time goes on. And then also as well to like my gray hair is something that's kind of new for me that I have to manage that I'm now dyeing my hair to, you know, avoid that. So I think time creeping up on me and that being an obstacle for me is something that makes me feel less vibrant, less attractive, but there's a way around it and shit, I'm, I'm like not really tripping off of it it's not a big deal and I also recognize that I'm at the top of the mountain right now and I'm just starting to slide down so if I'm going to complain now it's like it's not going to get better this mountain only goes in one direction but mind you like there's things I can do to slow down the slippery slope but I, it's inevitable and I have to enjoy the ride downhill is fun 
it's fun <laughs> going uphill yes you're working towards something greater and all of the above but it's challenging as fuck you know you have to work to go uphill when you're going downhill all you gotta do is enjoy the ride you can try to fight against it a little bit but she have a little fun with it so that's what mine is i would love to hear what your guys is what's making you ugly right now what's that thing that's just making making you stanky um let me know in the call-in section i was gonna say the comment section you can do that too but when you hit that call-in button please submit it and of course i'm looking for your questions as always so submit your own questions so i can talk back to you guys and i promise i'll be back here tomorrow yeah that's gonna happen okay so i don't know if this is gonna work exactly like i want it to i'm trying to respond to one of your callers, uh, heartbreaking. She said she had gotten mauled by a pit bull, which by the way, I, I live in America, a lot of cool pit bulls, you know, but pit bulls can be fucking aggressive and that's sad, that's very sad. But, here's what I wanna add as a man, an idiot too. Like I represent, you know, 90% uh, of all stupid males. And I wanna say, I don't really give a fuck about scarring. Like that would not be an issue with me. The one thing that is like gold to men is ass. Ass, 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 right? And an ass can be earned. That is something you can control as a woman. So my advice is just hit the gym, you know? That's it. I mean, don't worry about, you're good with the scars. We don't give a fuck. Work on the booty. When life gets you down, work on the booty.